Welcome to The Bike Show with me, Jack Thurston. Now, a couple of months ago on the show, you'll have heard me interview Steve Abraham, the British bike rider who is taking on the longest standing record in cycling. That's the record set in 1939 by Tommy Godwin, who rode 75,000 miles in a single year. Now, Steve has been going extremely well on the bike. He uh, has been pulling ahead of Tommy Godwin's own mileages and he's been at the upper limit of his own schedule that he set for breaking the record. All looked like it was going swimmingly until last Sunday morning when Steve was knocked off his bike by a moped on a road in Somerset in the southwest of England. And the upshot of the crash is that Steve has two broken bones in his ankle and has undergone an operation to insert metal plates into his foot and his foot is now in a plaster cast and he won't be able to put any weight on it for the next six weeks. The crash was about a week ago. Steve's operation was a couple of days ago and in that time everyone who's followed what Steve's been doing on the bike is just in disbelief at, at what's happened. Just to give you a few facts about the kind of distances that Steve's been riding, he's been averaging just below 200 miles a day. He's been on the move for an average of 13 hours and 30 minutes every day. That's on the move. He's been on his bike before sunrise until after sunset every day of the year. He covered almost 17,000 miles before the crash. Nobody who's followed Steve's progress can be anything other than utterly gutted about what's happened. I asked a handful of people, friends of the bike show, to record their own personal messages to Steve at this difficult time. Hi Steve, it's Michael Hutchinson here. I was very sorry to hear about what happened. I thought that attacking Tommy Godwin's record was just about the most exciting thing anyone's done in cycling for a long time and it must be so frustrating to have done so well through the winter and then have this happen. All I can say is that I hope you heal quickly and I hope you heal well and you can get back on your bike before the summer's out. Hello Steve, Eileen Sheridan here. I just heard the bad news about your accident and your broken foot. And I'm after you've done 18,000 miles, I'm really sorry to hear that news. And I, I was hoping that you'd have good luck get the record. But a broken foot will take a bit of time. So you'd have to give yourself plenty of time to get over it. And then, if you're keen, have another go. Like everyone who, who's been in an accident on the road, just when they're training up and getting fit, and then a thing like that happens, it can be heartbreaking. But I just want to wish you good luck and get that put right. Hi, Steve. Um, this is David Cox, chair of CTC Council. Really sorry to hear what's happened to your audacious record attempt. I know that many CTC members were inspired by your ride. It's really time that Tommy Godwin's record was challenged and you were just the guy to do it. A lot of us identified with you, so I'm really sorry to hear about what happened. Please get 
better quickly and let's hope that you can start again. I know you, you're well ahead of the record, so it's clearly something you're capable of. So, you know, on behalf of CTC, I'd just like to wish you a, a quick recovery. And um, when you're ready to do it again, we'll be there to support you. So all the best, Steve. Steve, this is Zoe Williams from The Guardian. I heard about your smash. I bloody hate mopeds. I think I speak for the entire world when I say get well soon, OK? Steve, it's Ned Bolting here. I would just like to uh, wish you a speedy recovery from the injuries you've sustained. Um, what terrible misfortune after ploughing through those long, cold, hard winter months. You've done the hard bit. Summer was just around the corner. Eventually it'll come, I guess. And uh, I'm sure you would have flown uh, through those months and um, and continued to accelerate towards that extraordinary record set back in 1939 by Tommy Godwin. I have to admit, when I first read about um, your your attempt and your plans to, to break the record, part of me wished you good luck. The other part of me, uh, the, the, the slightly more nostalgic part of me, was slightly possessive of Tommy Godwin's record. And um, not that I, in any sense wished you not to uh, come close or to better it but part of me thought um, uh, that's a record I would never like to see broken because it stands on its own and having read a little bit about it um, in my research for On the Road Bike and stumbling across it almost accidentally I became quite fascinated by what uh, Tommy Godwin must have gone through to achieve what he did but you know what I I was completely wrong and following your progress and watching now with nowadays the technology that I can the your inching uh, progress almost hour by hour minute by minute and updated but with GPS on the map and and actually thinking about the dedication that you have to put in and the hours and and just the immense scale of it you know day after day for an entire year I mean it's I've just done two back-to-back hundred mile rides and I had to pull out of the third one that I was planning to do because uh, I can't do it. So to even contemplate doing a tenth of what you've um, absolutely proven you're capable of uh, is extraordinary. And I have no doubt, given what I understand about you and your grit and your determination, that you will shrug this off. You will get fit and in whatever guise and whenever you can manage it, you will come back and you will quite rightly take Tommy Godwin's record and I'm sure if Tommy was around to see it when you do it, Steve, he would pat you on the back and uh, greet you as one of the same rare breed of man that you obviously are. Uh, so good luck. Get back on the bike, Steve. And um, we'll watch the next attempt with increased awe. Those were messages to Steve Abraham, the British long distance cyclist, knocked off his bike last Sunday during his attempt to break Tommy Godwin's record for the greatest distance ridden in a year. What none of them knew at the time that they recorded those messages and what I only found out a couple of hours ago is that Steve is continuing his record attempt. It's an extraordinary thing to have decided to do but it's the measure of the man that he is not accepting that he has to give up. He's put out a pretty detailed statement and it's clear that a lot of thought has gone into what he's about to do. And you can read the statement online, but I thought that I needed and I wanted you to be able to hear Steve in his own voice. So I gave him a call just now to find out exactly what had happened and how and why he was going to be continuing 
with his record attempt. Hi, Steve. It's Jack Thurston here from Resonance FM. Hi. How are you feeling? I'm not bad. (laughs) So tell us what happened on Sunday. Oh, had a come off uh, with a moped in Cullumpton. How did the crash happen exactly? I don't know. It sort of hit me from behind. Hit you from behind? Yeah. And what went through your mind at that moment? Uh, well, can I get going again? <laughs> you know, I just wanted to get going. Carry on. It was going to be a big day. Actually, uh, the other stuff was what I was trying to do. It was going to be at least 300 miles. I wanted to do it. When did you realise that that you were you were injured? Uh, well, I, I knew I was hurt at, at the time, but I didn't know how bad things. So I thought I'd try and get going. I didn't want to mess around with ambulances and that. I didn't have to. Got as far as Wellington, and I realised it wasn't going to work. It was just too bad. I was going really slow. I thought you know, at first I thought I might be able to recover from it, you know, in a day or two or whatever. It was just hurting too much, and I was going too slow, and there's no way I was going to get the other stuff. Uh, rung up the, the team and that, and Ian Hennessy lives in Honnett and picked me up, and I slept in his place for a couple of hours. So, yeah, I got on, it's still it's still a no-go, so he went to the hospital, called the physio round. Uh, the physio said, you've probably got a broken ankle, and, you know, sort of said, you want to really should get an x-ray, so we did, and he was right, I've got a broken ankle. What went through your mind when they said your ankle was broken? I can't remember really. It was just a very nuisance. With, uh, you know, just trying to get this record and I didn't know how long it takes to recover or anything. It was a big setback. But you're going to keep on going. That's that's the latest news, right? Yeah, we're going to try to, but we're going to be careful about it. You know, not just we're going to damage yourself. We're probably going to have another go in the summer and start from scratch again. But. Uh, but it doesn't make sense not to keep going because we don't know in a few, a few weeks' time I could be recovered and going really well. So I might as well do what we can with what I've got because if it does work out, well, there's still a chance that we could get Tommy up on your record. But you've got a broken ankle, your foot is in a plaster cast. How are you going to ride a bike? We're going to use a recumbent trike. We should get one late next week. I'm not sure exactly when they said. Thursday or something, but then I'll, I'll sat on one today and we think if we can just rest my leg on it and I'll pedal one legged around the local bike racing circuit, it'll be within the rules and everything and uh, we can sort of try and get a few extra miles in like that just, just to, so I don't get too far behind. Because you're currently ahead of your schedule, ahead of the record schedule. Well, I'm just about ahead of the lower schedule where that'll sort of vanish in a couple of days. <laughs> I'll be ahead of Tommy Godwin until about 11th or 12th. So I'm going to get behind Tommy Godwin probably by the end of the month. But I've made over two and a half thousand in three months, so maybe I can make up that again in the rest of the year. How hard a decision has it been to decide what to do? It's not, not that hard, really. We just sort of try to make me mind up what was best, really. We can always start again any time. I think all the support's there from all the people that are donating money and stuff. And, and I think everyone wants to see me do it. Absolutely. Uh, it's, just, it's just working out the best thing to do rather than, you know... I was going to say we're not bothered with this year and just concentrate and start again 
you know, either January the 1st or somewhere, and we sort of changed our mind a few times. And, but well, I think we'll start again afresh in the summer, but while well, this one's going on. And so, have you got medical approval for what you're doing? Yeah, we're sitting in a recumbent, yeah. I asked a doctor and a physiotherapist, and you know, not, no one said it was a bad idea. But, but yeah, it sounds all right. So you're going to be in this recumbent, you're going to be pedalling with one leg and going round and round <laughs> a track. Yeah, yeah. It's either that or sit in my armchair doing nothing and staring at a wall all day. <laughs> oh my God. So at least I'll be getting the vitamin D and going out, you know, out in the outdoors and yeah. hopefully in the sun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it hurts and that and I can't do it, or, you know, it's just silly carrying on. Isn't mm. it? If it goes well, you know, it might go really well, so. Or not give it a go. So let's talk about let's talk about before the crash because you were just putting in such an amazing ride. You know, so many people were excited about what you were doing, but we didn't really get a feeling for how you were feeling because you're spending so long on the bike, and no, no one wants to, to no one wants to disturb <laughs> you and, 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 and talk to you about it. But tell us tell us what what those three months have been like. January and February were the hardest. It was cold all the time. Tires and I sort of gradually started recovering in January. When I set off to Devon on the uh, Saturday before, I just felt better than I had all year. You know, I did a 244 mile ride the day before, and I was quite happy to ride down to Devon and that Edwin. And uh, you know, leaving home, I just felt a lot better than I had all year. It just got easier. The mileage was going up, and it just felt a lot easier. And how about the sleep deprivation and, and the tiredness? Well, I sort of keep on top of that. I had that 140-mile day when I sort of stopped for sleep quite a few times and just took it easy and had a good night's sleep. And the day after that, I think I did one day that was less than 200 miles, and that was before the 244-miler. And I was, you know, really wanted to get that 300-mile ride in with a tailwind up to our stuff. It never happened. <laughs> And have you been aware of all the support that there has been, that there still is for you and, and for your record attempt? Uh, probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've just been too busy on the bike. I don't go on Facebook or anything. You get sucked into it. You know, you sort of read something and you start replying to it and you, you lose too much time, you know. You just sort of ignore all that and get on with it. <laughs> but it must, it must help you to... To know that there are, there's everyone rooting for you. I know there's a lot of support. Everyone keeps telling me, and I, when I put something up on Strava, I sort of leave it ten minutes, and there's about ten comments already. You know. And how about the battle with uh, Kurt Siervogel across the Atlantic? How's that? How's how's that shaping up? Well, he's he's well in front of me now. <laughs> he's got some, he's done a few miles more than me today, or he will have done. He's ten, started 10 days behind me, so I've got to make at least 10 days up. Mm. And that's if I, if I magically got my foot, you know, my ankle sorted out right now. So this, this setback hasn't dimmed your desire for for riding enormous miles on your bike? You haven't ever no, thought that, you know, this is the, this is the excuse I need to, to, to have, a, have a break and have a rest and, and <laughs> do something else? No, so I was starting to enjoy it a lot more. <laughs> And, you know, the weather was getting better, it was all getting easier, and I was starting to find out what I could do. I really wanted to get that 300-mile ride in to see if I could pull it off and how well I'd go the next few days. And when I set off for the 300-mile, you know, going down to Exeter and doing the... not riding to Edwin, I thought, I can have some fun now, see what I can do. I never got started, really. 
So how long do you think you're going to have if everything goes the way you want it to go? How long will you be going around this um, this track in Milton Keynes before you get back well, back, back up on the road? As little as possible. It, it just takes that depends on how long it takes to recover. You know, when the doctor says it's all right, and when I can put weight on it and that, I'll, I'll do it. No, but I'm not going to take risks. That's then both of the record attempts. The main thing is to recover properly, and so I can have another go in starting in the summer. Yeah. So if you do have to retire this time to recover, you're you're going to come straight back at it in the summer and do the twelve months summer to summer type of thing. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. Mm. Well, Steve, we all take our hats off to you. I hope you know that there's so many people out there who are watching your progress every day every week, some people every hour. We're really <laughs> rooting for you. Look after yourself. Look after yeah. yourself. We don't, we well, don't want you to become an injured, know. permanently injured cyclist. No, that's the best thing about this thing. You, you've got to look after yourself because it, it lasts so long. You know, an injury could end, end a ride that's a week long, never mind a year long. So if you don't look after yourself, you've had it. <laughs> yeah. You're never going to last a year out. Well, thanks very much for, for talking to us, Steve. And um, I hope it all goes very well with your recovery and um, look forward to seeing how you get on, on the trike, on the track in Milton Keynes. Yeah, all right, thanks. Cheers, Steve. That was Steve Abraham. You can follow his progress by looking at his daily posts on Strava, where he posts all his distances. You can um, look at his website, the One Year Time Trial. You can follow his distances on Twitter at the at year record Twitter account. I hope that what he's doing is not foolhardy. I hope he's not going to give himself another injury that's worse than the one he's already got. I do hope that if he feels that riding the trike isn't feeling right, that he'll get off it and he'll take the time to recover properly to start again in the summer because he should know that he has an amazing team around him, an amazing community around him and that the wider public just looks on in awe at what he's doing on the bike. So Steve, good luck, look after yourself. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>